Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. Oh my goodness, everybody, James and I are dressed to the nines because we have got a special occasion that we are celebrating. James, I'm verklempt. I, I'm getting a little misty over here. May, can you introduce why you and I are dressed the way that we are? We have been doing this podcast together for a full year. A full 51 Woo. episodes after we should have quit. After we figured out we had no <laughs> hope of making it big. Here we are week after week without missing one, without a gap, without encouragement or success, putting this out. So good for us, I guess. Really, without much of anything, even for each other. Like I, I think we just harbor a secret disdain for the other. So there's not a lot yeah. of love going back and forth. I don't know what either of us gets out of this, but here we are. <laughs> I think we're both we're both we're like a couple in a bad marriage. We're both just too stubborn to be the one to initiate the divorce. If we're gonna split up, it has to be your fault. So here we are. We'll probably be doing this podcast forty years down the road. We'll have the same three listeners, but we'll be on every single week. <laughs> Fantastic. The one-year anniversary show. Yes. And it all started in a little bar in Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. And I think we've told that story on the air before, James, but we met across the smoke-filled room. It did. I saw you, and I turned around and tried to walk away, and I got lost <laughs> and ended up back at your table. Yeah, it's uh, that was always a fun conversation. It's like, hey, I told my wife I gotta go meet a, I gotta go meet a man from Twitter at a bar. <laughs> it's like this is going good places. Don't read anything into this at all. And here we are. She probably, you know, honestly, if she knew a podcast was coming out of the, out of that, she probably would have rather that I just had an affair. It would have been way less destructive to our lives. <laughs> The funny thing is, and uh, I think we've told this story before, but I I didn't know where it was going to head or how it was going to go. So I did the blind date thing and I, t I, I set up an out for myself with you, but I was actually enjoying our conversation. And you made a couple comments about, don't you need to go to bed, old man? But I stayed up till like 11 o'clock that night talking to you because... Wow. Uh, because what, we had this kind of thing going. What was your and, out? I, and, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know you had an out. Were you afraid it was going to be awkward, or were you afraid that I was going to kill you? Yeah. Like, where, which way were you afraid no, this no, no, is no, going to no. go? You know, the funny thing is, I'll get back to my out in a second. But you tweeted the next day. I met him on Twitter, and I didn't get murdered. I, or I met him in real life and didn't get murdered. And I thought, are these things that go through your demented mind? Yes. Like, how do you get through each? You were day, the first James? person from Twitter who I ever met in real life. And why did I waste that on you? There were so many more interesting people <laughs> I could have met. Literally a million of them, and I picked you. No idea why, but here we are. <laughs> oh, I will always be your first. <sighs> I can at least rest on that one. But I told you, you called me at like, I don't remember even why you called me or how did I call you? You must have called me or we, shot me a text There were some or sort of, ra I think I, I was throwing out random pleasantries. Like if you're ever in the area and like a day later you were in the area and I was like, well, crap, <laughs> I guess this is happening. Yeah. yeah. And then you said, all right, well, let's get together. And I thought, well, crap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you we're, we were meeting at like 8 o'clock at night or something yeah. because you keep crazy hours. And I said to you, I got to get up early in the morning, so I can't meet for very long. I'll meet you for like a half an hour or something. <laughs> 
and uh, we ended up talking for like two or two and a half hours you, that night. You were also night. you were also on like the complete opposite side of Indianapolis. So it took it took me longer to drive to yeah. where you were than like what your appointed meeting time was. It was you you yeah. made sure to make it as inconvenient as possible just to give me as many ways to back <laughs> out as I could. So it's good it's good to know we were equally uninvested in this process. <laughs> And yet here we are today, yeah. a year later. If only, if only we had both walked away. How much trouble we could have saved so many people. Still, equally as uninvested in the process is right at that first day. <laughs> here we are, nonetheless. <laughs> well, this is the anniversary show, and I know we talked last week about a topic. And uh, if we get to the topic, we'll get to the topic. But I wanted to at least pull the curtain back a little and let people in on some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And I know uh, you haven't prepared anything, so you could just say whatever you want to say. But uh, we will, as always, James, uh, start with compliments. And this being the one-year anniversary show, I can't imagine how much thought <laughs> went into the compliment that you have to give to me. Uh, if this were, If you were penning this on the inside of a card, the card would have to be like the size of a refrigerator box. <laughs> am I wrong or am I right about that? Uh, yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Well, in, in lieu of a compliment for you, I thought we, I, I would, uh, sort of like in the spirit of awards shows, that I, I have uh, come up with the accounting firm of Arthur Anderson. We have, through Secret Ballot, uh, polled most of the listeners and almost all the people on Twitter. And I've got an award for you that uh, I'm very proud for you. I've got it here with me, and the people of Twitter were so generous to vote you into this. And the award is the best – wait a minute, this um, – I'm sorry. This is my award. I, I don't know how this could happen. It's uh, the best co-host in the history of any podcast on the entire face of the earth. That is the award that I got voted oh, for. I see. So I, yeah. No. I, I'm sorry. That's an easy mix-up. Let me um. Hang on. I got yours over here. I got. Uh, hold on. Here. No. I got it. Here it is. All right. So, I mean, it's not nearly as big, but I, we don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> but uh, your award, James, and your compliment is a top five co-hosts, uh, male. Sorry, <laughs> i got to read off the words here. Uh, over six foot two. I, that's a weird distinction to make with an award like this. Wow. But uh, top five co-hosts, male co-hosts over six foot two in the greater Indianapolis metropolitan area. And James, <laughs> that's that's not a bad thing to be. I'm, I'm very proud of you and I'm touched for you on your behalf. It's an honor to just be nominated and you actually made it into the top five. You beat out like Indianapolis legends, like, like Rex the Moondog Hanselman. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a little bit shorter, but I... Anyway, I, I just wanted to say, James, I, I'm, I'm so very pleased to be here with you. And don't take the size of the awards into account. <laughs> I mean, that really, it's what you do with the award, not the size of it. I've got to say I'm honored. It's a lot like the, uh, the baseball records you hear. It's like, whoa, that's the last person to hit a, a single and a double on the fourth Tuesday of July when it's over, <laughs> a, you know, 75 and a half degrees. Like, it's so specific. Every single thing you do is a record. And the great thing about my record is I'm not... Not even over 6'2". I'm like right, maybe a hair under 6'2". But then with shoes, I'm over 6'2". You know, because they're nice, big, thick shoes. Maybe I'm closer to 6'3". So I got to ask, does this include shoes or not? Because I might have to disqualify myself from my own award. James, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to have to get back with the accounting firm. I had, there was a guy with a suitcase like handcuffed to his arm that brought this in. 
He might have to take it back out. <laughs> Although I can understand but, uh, why you don't know how tall I am, since I'm like a foot taller than you. Like everything over your head, you just lose all measurement on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I needed that wide-angle lens to take our withy. <laughs> well, I also have a uh, award for you. It's not printed on anything oh. because obviously, you know, I'm not going to do anything in advance. But I would like to give the most optimistic wardrobe award to you, Steve Olivas, <laughs> for thinking that you could fit into your son's tuxedo t-shirt jersey from years ago. Uh. I believe your logic was, well, yes, he was a tiny, small child at the time, but he wore hockey pads under it, so surely I, a grown man, will fit. And spoiler alert at the end of the story, he did not fit. Now, I was on the fence about this. He decided to go classy and, re and wear like a real suit ensemble uh, with a very nicely tied tie, might I add. But... Well, I don't mean to brag. <laughs> but uh, you could have yeah. gone the other way and worn a t-shirt that was way too small. And I'm really on the fence And if that would have been hilarious <laughs> or so gross that it got, got us kicked off YouTube. I mean, that might have been the final straw. They're really cracking down on offensive content and that might have gotten us yeah. kicked out of there. So props to yeah. you, though, for the optimism and for having just enough self-control to avoid a catastrophic <laughs> wardrobe malfunction. Props to you. I, I am a natural B-cup, so I think I would have brought a little something to the table. This uh, whole outfit is just overcompensation for the fact that I'm not wearing pants again. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to, at least from the waist up, bring a little bit of class to this show. You know, you're batting like 30% on the pants thing. It's slowly been dying away. That's my one accomplishment from the last year. Is once I stopped acknowledging your pants situation, it just started to go away. Maybe you're still pantsless, maybe you're not. But it didn't come up on air, and that's all that mattered. It didn't exist to me. You know, and the... Uh, the the hockey jersey story you and i told that one before we started the podcast people don't have any idea what you're talking about that is good pod that's why you are in the top five of all six foot two or above males in the greater <laughs> indianapolis area i gave backstory I, I, I literally retold them the story you told me 15 seconds before we went on air that's <laughs> What? You left out one critical detail, though, because people are thinking, why the hell would he wear a hockey jersey on this anniversary I said, I said it was a tuxedo t-shirt. I don't think you did. I think I did. You know, the great thing about podcasts is they're recorded, <laughs> and I can go back and, if, if I ever listened to this a second time, I would go back and prove to you that that was a tuxedo t-shirt slash jersey. I clearly said that at the start. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well you're not going to listen to I'm it either. We won't way. know. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we should probably get to a topic at some point tonight. I'd hate to waste our anniversary show on literally nothing, just like we waste all of our other episodes. <laughs> all right. Well, we will table any of the backstage, behind-the-scenes stuff, because we did have a topic that was mentioned last week. And yes. do you remember what it is, James? Yes, we are going full meta today. We are going, during this anniversary <laughs> celebration, our topic is going to be, should you celebrate anniversaries, yes or no? So this Should you celebrate anniversaries? Very All right. And as per usual, since day one, the Guam Quarter of Fate will decide which side each of us argue. And uh, your side of the argument is determined by the quarter. What yes. will the two sides represent? Uh, heads up, yes, we should celebrate. Tails down, no, we should not celebrate. You mean tails up? Ta yes, <laughs> the same thing each way. Yes, tails up, no celebration. Heads up, yes celebration. Let's do that. 
You think I'd understand how coins together, would work? I got James a little liquored up just to make sure that I, there might I, be some fireworks. Unlike later. you, I take this seriously. I have my champagne glass right here. I will fill it momentarily. But please, oh, <laughs> I doubt do you somehow. But please go ahead and flip. God, you know, not only didn't I have that tuxedo jersey, but apparently somebody gave my wedding dress to Goodwill a couple of years ago. <laughs> I couldn't even wear that thing. Now, I also could not, as I texted you before we got together, my wife has been looking all over Nashville for a bow tie because I couldn't find mine, and she's texting me from all over town. Yeah, they don't have them here either. So I can't get a bow tie? We don't have a champagne flute? I wanted to be doing what you're doing right now? God, it's just been a bad night. All right, heads is what? Heads, I'm celebrating. Tails, no celebration. All right. I'm angry now. <laughs> you should be. That's This All is right. a very typical anniversary right now. <laughs> it is heads. Yes. So you, sir, I believe that means you are celebrating. Yes. Is that correct? That you're to celebrate. Yes. I'm going to okay. go ahead and fill my champagne glass. Never mind if it sounds like I just opened a <laughs> bottle of beer. I definitely have champagne in my house, and I keep it here at all times. <laughs> wow. Is it the king of champagnes? Oh, it's going to bubble over, I think. All right, as you can see, you have the nice, uh, healthy head there on that champagne. <laughs> this is definitely champagne. You know, there is one called the champagne of beers. <laughs> there is. That's not what I had. I look, I thought I thought that might have helped, but it did not. Uh, I just, it's just like a craft uh champagne we'll say so anyway yes you should celebrate because <laughs> without celebrating anniversaries what else is there in life to look forward to you've got to get yourself through that one year like as i was sitting here putting up with you thinking of all the reasons i should quit i was like no i have to make what? it to the anniversary it's a milestone it's something to look forward to it's something to hang on the wall and say look if i could make it through all of those things then i could keep going Human beings need those milestones to encourage us and to celebrate, to keep going. And I would like you to look at any other place where anniversaries are celebrated and ask yourself what would happen if you took them out. Go up to your wife and say, you know what, from now on, we're not celebrating anniversaries. And you know what, maybe she'd agree with you she'd divorce you on the spot and there would be no more anniversaries. <laughs> but in most situations, they want to be acknowledged for putting up with you for that time. They want they want their medal. They want their, you know, their, their AA you know, uh, chip or whatever. It's basically the wow. equivalent of that. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, the uh, it, it's you know it, dating you or marrying you is kind of like a disease. They're roughly on par. I'm not gonna not every marriage, <laughs> but your marriage in particular. So we need these things to keep us going. Without them, marriages fall apart, podcasts fall apart, society falls apart. We need to celebrate anniversaries. James, I'm gonna talk to you like a guy. Okay. Uh, this is gonna that's be a, a little that's bit a stretch. Yeah. For you. <laughs> I mean, this isn't like all your other metrosexual hipster friends that you hang out my with. My pinky is I'm up gonna right now. I'm going to talk to you like a real dude. <laughs> yeah, and what? My pinky's up as I drink my craft beer champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, that certainly doesn't speak to my point. But uh, it's too much. It is too much. From a guy's standpoint, and I know women like shiny things, and but what do we got? Let's just count them down here. All of the different events that we have to buy something and bring our A game. You got Christmas. You got birthday. You got Valentine's Day. 
a, some a person who hates men invented Sweetest Day not too long ago. Like, I think I was in high school when that first came out, that disaster. And now you got anniversaries, too, going on. And who knows what other days are out there where we have to take time out of our busy, busy schedules because we're the workhorses. We're the ones making sure that all of the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed in life. And yet, we also have to go out and tend to all of the emotional needs of people that, that uh, may or may not resent us for some of the things that we've done or not done in the past. So I, it's just, it's way too much. It's too much. We need to pare it down. We need to show, let me, uh, let me just bring it down a notch here, James Breakwell. We need to show love and affection every day. Kind of like the love that exists between the two co-hosts I am here so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> you drink more of the champagne. It's not just a... <laughs> Did you have your hand over the glass when you left to go to the bathroom just what? a few minutes ago? Huh? All right. I just, uh, I wish but I wasn't yes. so terrible at pouring and I can't even get through all the head on top of it. I need, I need to basically shotgun a beer, not be <laughs> sipping it through a champagne flute to put up with you. <laughs> You're going to need a paint bucket and a beer bong, just a funnel <laughs> with a garden hose on it to forget what happened tonight. But yes, my wife knows every day that she is number one in my book. We don't need a day on the calendar to celebrate that. Why do you want to make one day where you think, oh, geez, I have to show my wife that I appreciate and respect and love her? That ain't the way that Olivas rolls. I am like, I'm, I'm like a, a just a, a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a love machine is what I am. I think James Brown sang about me years ago. That, uh, but we gotta go, we gotta go all Donna Summer, Barbara Streisand, and say. Enough is enough is enough. No more anniversaries. Well, without anniversaries, you wouldn't have any of those other holidays you mentioned. Okay, Christmas what? is the anniversary of Jesus' birth. Easter is the is the anniversary of him rising from the dead. Thanksgiving, the anniversary of the you know of the of the pilgrims and all of this. Everything is an anniversary, even if it's not on the exact day, even if it's a fictionalized event like Thanksgiving, it's still an anniversary of something that may or may not have happened, an anniversary of a legend or a myth or whatever. It's things that we do every year. That's the whole that's the anniversary. The the whole first part of it, Anna for annual, you know, every year. So basically you're, you're arguing to abolish every holiday. If we shouldn't have anniversaries, oh, you're, 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 you're talking, you're gonna, are you going to eliminate Christmas? Or is that what you're going to do? A birthday yes. is... Oh, a, for God's sake, a, that's first on the hit list. A yes. birthday... <laughs> okay, I guess we can just shut the podcast down now because I already won. <laughs> Birthdays are the anniversary of the day you were born. I mean, when you talk anniversaries, we're talking everything. And we depend on those. I mean, if you don't celebrate your child's birthday, I mean, CPS is going to come and take your kids away. You're going to be the worst know, parent ever. Sad. That's an anniversary you, you have I to agree. celebrate. Thank you. Yes, you got you, you to gotta celebrate that, and you got to celebrate the marriage ones. Um, I just, if for, for an experiment, I'll tell you what. This year, why don't you yep. refuse to celebrate your anniversary and report back <laughs> on the podcast how that went? I would like to hear it. You know, Jane Goodall style, just like just the observations from a naturalist, <laughs> see how the how the Olivas clan evolves after sure. that occasion. So how how would that work well, out okay. in your mind? Like walk me through the steps of, of when you tell your wife there'll be no anniversary this year. Uh, in order to join with the Olivas clan, you'll need to lose your pants. So oh. I'm not sure if you're gonna make it into our little group or well, not. Well, I would be hiding but behind here's a blind. How I think it so, would go. Know, I'd be i I'd be safe. <laughs> My wife would say, darling which she often refers to me as darling. <laughs> she would say, I so admire and respect your fortitude 
that uh, you have stepped up and made a firm decision and you're going to stand your ground and there is nothing more sensually masculine about that kind of determination. I think it's going to end with a whole lot of, of fireworks, we will just say. That was the first F word that came to my mind. And so that's how it would go. Yeah, I had to I had to shotgun my champagne beer while you were saying that. I couldn't take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that Can you shotgun from a glass no, bottle? No, not I shotgun. Do I that. Drank quickly. I slightly exaggerated, which has never happened before on this podcast ever. Everything else I say <laughs> is the gospel truth. Uh, but yeah, there's no way any of that will happen. That's uh that's more fictional than any of the other anniversaries we celebrate. What would happen is you would say, We're not celebrating our anniversary this year, and your wife would say, Oh. And then you would celebrate the anniversary. That would be the end of the argument. It would <laughs> it would freeze your blood on the spot and you would be done. I mean, there's really whether you want to celebrate anniversaries or not, I mean, they are locked into society at this point. You can't stop celebrating between birthdays and Christmases and holidays. I mean, they are built in. We have federal days off from work to celebrate different anniversaries. There is a a billion dollar greeting card industry that depends on anniversaries. The only time you ever do anything nice for your spouse is your anniversary. And I don't believe for one second this whole, I'm nice to her every day. You're on the road like 99% of the year. So unless your gift to her is just being out of the house, there's no way you don't have to do something extra at least once a year. Uh, so yeah, that's the one thing I do that she most appreciates. Yes, but I imagine that when you're in her presence one time a year, she wants you to acknowledge her putting up with you on those rare occasions when you are in the room. <laughs> I mean, she she deserves a medal and a crown and all sorts of rewards for that. I mean, who else would take you? Let's be honest. She has uh, her low standards have saved uh, have saved some other poor woman from falling in with you, and for that, uh, we should be grateful. <laughs> Man, and right back at you. <laughs> but I, I'm glad that you brought all this up, James, because you're absolutely right. All of these ridiculous anniversaries mean nothing gets done. It's just wasted days that people don't work, more so than usual. I kind of know what you do for a living. That, uh, they're expensive. There is a lot of wasted effort to take the money that you earn for not doing anything and spend it on stuff that you don't like in the first place. And third, you mentioned birthdays before. Why do we celebrate just being born? Why is that some kind of accomplishment? I had nothing to do with my childbirth, as far as I know. It's on videotape. And uh, I was just kind of a bystander, just a spectator for the whole thing. Why does my mother not get that birthday and I why, why do I get the birthday instead of her she's the real hero here she gave the world me it all comes down to economics uh, a five-year-old doesn't have a job and they have to get new stuff occasionally <laughs> so you can either have them beg for stuff every single day and just buy it for them randomly which just encourages more begging or you can say no two days a year you get stuff your birthday and Christmas. We're going to combine it all into those brief periods of time and all your other whining and begging and pleading is completely wasted. Write it down on a list. We'll address it twice a year and that's it. You cut out that anniversary of birth and all of a sudden your kid is begging for stuff every day and you have no idea when to buy it for them and when not to. And you buy it for them one time, they're just going to beg that much harder. Pretty soon you're going bankrupt buying stuff for them just haphazardly. But that anniversary of birth, that birth day keeps order to it. Your kid knows exactly when they're going to get new stuff. 
Uh, it makes the whole thing go around. Every child looks forward to their birthday all year. And when you see an angsty memoir from somebody who had a terrible childhood, it always starts out with not being appreciated <laughs> on, to, uh, on their birthday. Like, if you want to raise a brooding writer, by all means, stop celebrating birthdays, and uh, you will have that disappointing child instantly. So I highly recommend this against it. Don't ever let your kid become a yes. writer. Uh, so yeah, anniversaries are critical. They make the economy go, and they keep your kid from straying off an undesirable uh, career paths. God, you just reminded me Mother's Day is another one of those days <laughs> where the kids are supposed to do something, but dad's always the one that gets stuck. Jay, we got to bring this thing to a close. I think most people are siding with me, especially the dudes. I am going to mobilize the dude vote this week. Yeah, there, there are like 10 dude voters in this. Like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the, the majority of voters <laughs> that come from my Twitter them. account, I mean, yeah, you're talking between 70 and 90% female, so... <laughs> And then, granted, everybody has a diversity of opinions, but I think, in general, you're going to find that as an audience unreceptive to abolishing anniversaries, and especially to uh, abolishing Mother's Day. That That is not going to be a hit with my crowd. But you know what? You do you. We'll see how that works out. Uh, let me grab the <laughs> dice. A sad I, state of affairs. <laughs> I suppose you want to roll for this, huh? Uh, it's just a formality at this point. I can't imagine anyone voting for you except by accident. Let's see here. If you want to vote <laughs> well, for do me... do they want to see Tom Cruise again? <laughs> that oh, should have been my compliment. That was the one thing in life you've ever done well. You look just like Tom Cruise. It was spooky. Like, I <laughs> I feel like Tom Cruise put on that costume to imitate you and not the other way around. Although, of all the variants of Tom Cruise to look like, like that's not the one I would have wanted to pick. But that's, that's Les Grossman, man. You got you to work with what you got. All right. So, so for this one, I am 17 if you want to vote for yes. Anniversaries are important and should be cherished. Scott Hartnell. If you want to vote for Steve and his crazy plan, it's 76. That's 76 to vote for Steve and abolish all anniversaries, birthdays, Christmas, and you know, basically, you're basically the Grinch. And our random option is 93. 93? All yes. right. That uh, is Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I think. All right, and 76, the bicentennial year. Do you remember when you had to get dressed up for your school pictures that year, James, and they had the big flag in the background and the red, white, and blue motif? Surely you do. Remember what year I was born? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> when I was, yes, nine years prior to my birth, I do remember that quite vividly. It was quite the day. Why do you say that out loud all the time? It just makes me sad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's bring this baby home. If you want to vote for James and watch me dance again, dressed as another celebrity, vote 17. Do whatever you want to do. Throw that into the toilet and flush. <laughs> if you want to vote for the real winner, vote for Steve, 76, and you get to see James and his girls perform one more time. My run has ended at three, and you, the watcher, you have been punished. <laughs> the dummy vote, if you really want to throw it away, is 93. So, we are out of time, James. This anniversary show has run longer, probably about as long as the entire year of shows put together. But until next week, we're going to return to our regular format next week. And until then, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, thanks for being a part of the show, everybody. I mean that. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good week.